You're listening to the Mom Mindset Podcast. As a mom, I know that you face challenges every day, but I also know that those challenges don't have to steal your joy and confidence as a parent. Each week, we'll adjust the different challenges and mindsets that moms face and show you how to overcome them so that you can thrive in every season of life. After all, you are the best mom for your child. Hey there, mom friends, and welcome back to the Mom Mindset Podcast. My name is Abigail Condon. I am your host for today. And today we're going to be talking about when you're not the mom you thought that you'd be. So this podcast kind of comes out of a conversation that I had with a woman who I met this weekend. Um, We had Sarah Noose, and actually her sister, Megan Riley, was on our podcast, my podcast, um, a couple of months ago. So you can go check out that episode if you happen to be at my church and you heard Sarah News. She was an amazing, amazing podcast guest. It was awesome to have her. But anyways, her sister, Sarah News, was at my church this weekend and she shared with us about dreaming big and um, finding your God's purpose for your life and stepping out into that. It was so amazing. On Saturday, we got to have a little brunch with her. Uh, some of the women in my pastor's mentorship group, and I was talking to a woman who I didn't know that well, and we were just talking about life and what she does and stuff, and she said to me uh, through the conversation, I'm not the mom I thought I'd be, and that's not good or bad, it's just different, and I was so fascinated by that statement, you know, for her that sounded like an absolutely great thing to believe, and I was like, that's an awesome way to think about it, Um, and I'll tell you why I still agree with, with that sentiment in a second, but you know, it also kind of made me a little bit sad because I feel like some of those hopes and dreams that we have for motherhood can just feel so far away um, from our abilities. You know, you might see things on social media or Pinterest and think, man, I can never be this. I wanted to. I have a whole Pinterest board saved, but I just don't know how to get there. I don't know how to be the mom that I thought I'd be when I was a kid or even, you know, as a young married wife, just not being the kind of person you thought you'd be when you had kids. And I think that's a challenge we all face, just kind of integrating and thinking, okay, this is what I thought it would be like. Here's what it's actually like. How can I still be the person that I want to be through this prog- uh, through this process? And I think that a lot of our goals, a lot of our dreams, we probably can attain them. It's just about maybe tweaking them a little bit or bringing them back into focus or even just overcoming that that trap of condemnation that tells you, hey, if you haven't done this so far, then you're never going to be that way. You're never going to be a crafty mom. You're never going to be patient with your kids. You're stuck the way that you are right now forever. So what we have to do as moms is overcome that voice of condemnation, overcome that voice of shame, and really take a look at our lives and say, okay, am I the person I want to be? Yes or no? most of us, there's at least some area where we'd say no. And the question is, is that okay? Is that a good change that I've made? Or is there something that I want to do that I want to grow into? Um, and I think in motherhood, this this comparison can be, you know, maybe the only thing that that's harder is thinking like, oh, what kind of wife do I want to be? And then getting married and seeing like, oh, okay, this is a wife that I actually am <laughs> and trying to grow in that. Motherhood is probably the next hardest thing, right? Um, because we make a lot of assumptions about moms before we are moms. You know, you see kids having a fit in a grocery store or you see maybe a family member raising kids and say, oh, I'll never do that or, oh, of course I'll do that. Um, but it's totally different whenever they're your kids, you've given birth to them, you're raising them, you're with them every single day and they just draw out some different different things maybe than we even knew were inside of us. Like for me... 
I'm thinking going into motherhood, okay, you know, I'm a pretty patient person. I really like to help and serve other people. Um, I'm not too stuck in my own ways. I'm kind of okay going with the flow. So I felt like, okay, I'm prepared to have a child in that area. I'm going to be a patient mom. I'm going to be a helpful, service-oriented mom. I'll love making him lunch and I'll love taking care of things for my son. And it was kind of like that with my first child. But after I had my second child, I was like, wait, 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 what is going on here? I thought I was patient. I thought I liked to help people and serve people. And now I'm finding myself irritated when I have to clean up over and over and over. What's going on? So having the second child really made made me think a lot about who am I and who do I want to be? And after a little bit of searching and thinking and praying, I realized, you know, it's not that I'm not a patient person or that I'm not a patient mom. It's just that this season of my life requires a different level of patience than I have ever needed before. It requires a different level of discipline than I have never ever needed before. And it's a refining process. And I know that after I'm done with this, I'm going to be at a new level of patience. And then likely my kids will require of me an even greater level of patience. So, you know, it says in the Bible that we're constantly being refined. We're constantly being purified and becoming more and more like Christ until the day that Christ returns. This is a constant process. And part of it, I think embracing it as a process allows you to have grace with yourself and say, you know, it's not that I I have to reach a certain level of patience to be a good mom. It's that I'm a good mom when I'm developing myself, when I'm deciding to focus on, hey, this area isn't a strength, but I want it to be. This is what I want for my family. This fits the vision for my family. And we submit that request to God and we ask him, we humbly say, God, I'm not where I want to be here, but help me to grow in this area. So number one, if you feel like you're not the mom you thought you'd be, you might be going through a refining process. Motherhood is a refining process. I've joked that if you want to grow as a person, be a parent. Obviously, it's more complicated than that. But the fact is, if you're a parent, you will grow. You will be forced to grow. So lean into that process. Lean into the growth. Read books. Listen to podcasts like this one. Um, Talk to older women. Join a mentorship group. Ask people for advice. Uh, Just submit yourself to the process. Okay, listen, there is no shame in this. Sometimes I feel like whenever we say, oh, I'm really struggling in this area of motherhood, there's shame in it because we're saying you failed. You have not failed. If you still have your kids, if you are still moving forward in that relationship, you have not failed. Okay, there's no guilt in this. No one wants you to fail. Probably no one in your circle even thinks that you failed. Like no one worth their salt things that you failed everyone around you is cheering you on they want to see you succeed they want to see you grow and when you decide to take that step of faith and say hey mom friend over here I am struggling with my patience what do you do to help yourself grow in patience or what bible verses did you study or what books did you read that helped you grow in this area can you tell that patience is one that I'm working on myself right now (laughs) Um, what are you doing in this area? Because I want to be more patient than I am right now. I see myself as a patient mom. I know God made me to be a patient mom, but help me bridge that gap. And in that transparency, in that vulnerability, there will be growth. So listen, if you're in this position, I want you to change your mindset from I'm not a patient mom or I'm not a fun mom or I'm not an organized mom to I am learning to be. I'm learning to be a patient mom. I'm learning to be flexible. I'm learning to be organized uh, and disciplined. 
And it's not even that you have to learn. Don't say like, oh, I have to learn to be a patient mom. You get to learn. You get to learn all of these skills because they're not only going to help you with your family and help those relationships thrive, they're going to profit you in every single area of life. And I think that's a great thing. I think we should be celebrating that. Look at this opportunity for growth. That's amazing. I'm so glad that you pulled that that you shown a spotlight on that God. I'm so glad that I see it now, even though it feels bad and it feels yucky because now I get to work on it and I get to become more like you and I get to experience your grace through this process. So number two, if you feel like you're not the mom you thought you'd be, and this is another one I think a lot of you might resonate with, your situation might just look different than you thought it would. Okay. Growing up, you probably imagined, your life a certain way you probably imagined I'm going to be married and maybe you imagine you'd stay at home or you imagine that you would work whatever it is maybe you imagine this whole thing you had the whole way your life would turn out and then boom you hit adulthood and suddenly you're a single mom or you're going through a divorce or you're working when you thought you'd stay at home or vice versa you're something other than what you pictured your life situation is something other than what you pictured that's a really hard place to be and I think it's because so much of our identity is wrapped up in how we expect our life to go and the position we expect ourselves to be in. So first I just want to give you permission to grieve that a little bit, to grieve what you pictured and the fact that your life didn't turn out that way so far. But then I want you to take it to God and you see he's going to help you not only move into the next season. Uh, if you're looking for a spouse, not only is he going to help provide that person um, or provide a new level of financial security or whatever it is that you're looking for, he's also going to help heal your heart. He's going to help heal those hidden places that were wounded, those places where maybe your pride was hurt or uh, where you felt shame about about your situation. And he's going to heal your heart so that you can embrace who you are, who God's made you to be, and you can continue giving to your kids everything that you do have your worth as a mom is not defined by your marital status. It's not defined by your financial status, by your status as a working or non-working mom. It's not defined by any of those things. It's defined by Christ. And Christ has said, you are the best mom for your kids. So embrace that and continue to give your family everything you have. That's where your worth comes from. That's where your value comes from. And that's those deposits that you're making are the things that are going to make the eternal difference. Number three, if you feel like you're not the mom you thought you'd be, you might not have the kids you thought you'd have. Let me explain that one. (laughs) So I think when we picture ourselves being parents, we imagine our kids as sweet little obedient people who 90% of the time, 99% of the time, do the things that we want and need them to do. But let's face it, kids have a totally different agenda. They are testing boundaries, and some kids are testing boundaries way more than others. Um, So maybe you imagine you'd be a certain way, but your child is just requiring something different from you, okay? My, for example, my son is extremely structured. He likes things to go a certain way. He has a certain routine um, to the point where, so the weather's changing right now. It's going from cold to warm, or sorry, it's going from warm to cold, unfortunately. And our usual routine would be to wake up, have breakfast. Um, maybe I'd let him watch a little bit of TV while I finish getting ready and cleaned up. And then we go to the park and we'd be at the park for like two to three hours. We are a big outside family. Um, then we come home, he watches Blippi while I make lunch, then we make lunch, read books, take a nap. It's this whole routine. It has very clear steps. He knows where all the check marks are. We have different 
points that he likes, certain points that he doesn't like, but he knows what to expect. Now that the weather has changed, his whole schedule's it to him just tossed up on its side because we don't go to the park every day. I like to go to the park. When we can go to the park, we do that. Um, but some days if it's raining, snowing, sleeting, uh, just plain too cold, especially with a 14-month-old, we just don't get to do that. And it throws him off. And I sometimes don't know how to deal with it. I do my best. I listen to Holy Spirit. But I just don't know. It's it's something that I have to work through. Um, and I'm feeling like so far, getting to know my 14-month-old, that she's not the same way. She seems much more go with the flow while also being much more high maintenance. I don't know if that's possible, but that's how it feels. So all I'm trying to say is that all kids are different. I'm sure you know this through your own kids. All kids are different. All kids have different challenges and some kids are more challenging than others. So they might require something different from you. A discipline tactic that I use with my son might not work at all with my daughter and we're already starting to see that being the case. Um, So you have to be willing to be flexible and say, okay, maybe I thought I'd be this kind of mom, but it's just not working. So I need to be flexible and ask the Lord, what do I need to change? How can I maintain, how can I stay true to who I am and who you've made me to be while also leading this child the way that they need to be led? Um, So You know, maybe for you, it was that you never thought that you'd be a mom who uses screen time or that you never thought you'd be a mom who uses a certain discipline method. You will not go wrong if you listen to the Holy Spirit. I know that sounds like way easier said than done, um, but you can trust him. You can trust him. It's like a still small voice. It's like when you do something, that little check that goes like, "Ugh, that wasn't right. Like, don't brush it off. Explore it. Ask God. Say, okay. This is the way I've always done it. This is the kind of mom I thought I'd be. But what do you need me to do? What what does my child need from me in this moment? And he'll show you. He's not going to leave you out to dry. (laughs) He's going to show you or he's going to give you the resources, lead you to the resources that are going to help you make those decisions. So when you're doing this, if you realize all of a sudden, wow, this is the mom I thought I'd be, you might, even though you're not the mom you thought you'd be, you might be exactly the mom that you need to be for your child you know this this one right here this is definitely a situation where you're not a bad mom for being different you're just different it's just different and that's okay in some ways it's even better (laughs) and finally number four if you feel like you're not the mom you thought you'd be you can always make a change if it serves you so here I'm thinking about whenever we start to have kids and we pick out our perfect baby nursery and we have this cute baby shower Uh, it's all fun it's all adorable we have kind of laid out in our minds what kind of mom we think we're going to be I would love to be the kind of mom who takes milestone pictures Uh, I took I took them with my son mostly if I'm honest most of them were done like right before he turned the next month like very rarely were they done remotely on time Um, and I really loved to do that but it reached a point where it just it wasn't serving me I was frustrated by it I would I would frustrate my son with it Um, and I realized just that you know while I like these memories it's not something I want to spend my time doing I have 10,000 other pictures of my baby it's okay if I don't have one with the cute milestone dinosaur and the little letter board and for me that was okay so that was something where I wasn't the mom I thought I'd be I thought I'd be a milestone mom I could make the change but it didn't serve me, so I decided not to. That's okay. Basically, I tried it on. I didn't like it. 
I put it back. I do that at the store all the time. You know, it's just, it actually is just like that. Have you ever looked at something on the rack and you're like, wow, that looks so good. I love that dress. I love that outfit. And then you try it on and you're like, why do I look like a sack of potatoes? (laughs) It did not look this way on the mannequin. And then you put it back, you know, don't force things in your life that don't make sense for you. But if it is something that makes sense for you, it's okay to find a way to make it work. It's okay to make a change. So the other side of this coin is just that you're saying like, no, Abby, I do want to be the milestone mom. Okay, well, what can you do to make that happen? What are some steps, some reminders? What's a routine that you can create? Also, don't fall into this all or nothing mentality like that you have to do. Uh, weekly milestone pictures or monthly milestone pictures. You can do this any way you want. I like this uh, phrase I've seen on a minimalist blogger site that I follow. Uh, She says the rules are fake. And the rules are fake. To call yourself a, a crafty mom, you don't have to do a craft every day. You could do a craft once a month. You could do a craft once a week. You could do a craft every other Thursday, you know? There's no rules. It's about what do you want? What's your vision for your family? Uh, so again, just don't fall into that all or nothing mentality. It's not that you can never do crafts or that you always have to do crafts. You can come up with a routine that works for you. So start small. You know, uh, this is something I actually want to do. I love doing crafts with my kids, but I'm not super intentional about it. And it's something that I really want to improve on as we're going into the winter months. So to start, my goal is just to do one craft a week, just one. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, That's the other thing. Have you ever heard people talk about reading one book a week for the entire year? It sounds a little overwhelming, right? And that's probably because you're thinking about two to three hundred page books, like legit books, personal development, fiction books. But a book doesn't have to be 300 pages. A book can be 80 pages. A book can be a picture book if you want it to be. So set your goals like that. Think, how can I make this simple and attainable for myself? And how can I create some momentum so that I can celebrate the little victories and work up to the routine that I want that is going to serve me and my family, that's going to reinforce the values that I have and the vision that I have for my family long term? Start there. Um, And remember that just because things are one way now does not mean that they have to be that way forever. (laughs) All the moms who have gone through the two under two things say, amen, seasons change, okay? Uh, Maybe there's something that's important to you and you just legit cannot fit it in right now. Uh, If you have a newborn, this is probably you. Communicate that to your spouse for one. They might be able to help you out and help you find a way to make that happen. Uh, Communicate it to God. Uh, Talk to him about it. See what he has to say. And then just put a reminder in your phone to revisit it in a few months. You know, if you have a newborn and there's something you want to fit into your schedule, uh, you know, keep it in mind. If you have time, great, do it. But put it in your phone for like three months from now when that baby is 12 or 16 weeks old and revisit it then. Uh, If you want to start getting up early in the morning, maybe wait till they're sleeping through the night. Put a reminder in your phone around five, eight, 12 months, something like that. Um, So Remember, your season doesn't your season won't stay the same. So your style as a mom is not going to stay the same. And you have the ability and the flexibility to make it what you want it to be. Remember, there are millions of kinds of moms that you can be, but you have to find what works for you in the season that you're in. Okay, so maybe you're not the mom you thought you'd be. That might be okay. Maybe you listen to this podcast and you realize that you're making good choices, that you're improving on yourself, that You can be an even better mom than you thought you'd be. Or maybe you're on the other side and you're listening and you're thinking like, man, for me, 
I'm not okay that I'm not the mom I thought I'd be. There are changes that I want to make and there are changes that I can make. You know, I have these goals for my family. I'm just not hitting them right now. And, you know, if I'm honest, for me, me personally, Abigail, I'm feeling a little bit of both. You know, I'm feeling like there are some areas where I really want to grow in and I really want to make sure that that I am the mom that I thought I'd be in terms of spending time with my kids and family activities. Um, but there are also some areas where I'm like, I'm different and that's okay. You know, for a while I thought I'd be only working mom and then I thought I'd be only a stay-at-home mom and now I'm finding I kind of like this weird in-between where I don't even know what I am. I'm like, uh, I'll work when I have time, mom. <laughs> and that's okay. So I kind of feel in the middle. Do you, do you feel in the middle? Am I crazy? Do you feel in the middle too? Either way, I really want you to spend some time and reflect on that because, you know, whatever you're feeling right now, I need you to know, Mama, that you were made to be the mother of your children. I say it every single week. God chose you and he trusts you. The question here is, are you going to trust him in the process? I think we should stop asking ourselves who we want to be or who society wants us to be or who Pinterest wants us to be and ask God, who do you want me to be? Remember, God works with your desires. It's not going to be something crazy out of the box, you know. He might ask you to make big changes, but it's all going to be in line with those core desires that you have to know him, to raise a family, to have a family where love is a core value. Um, And, you know, God might even help you figure out some of those priorities and reveal to you different things that your kids need from you that you didn't even realize. (laughs) That conversation is going to be so valuable. Take some time today. Think about it. Pray about it. I know I'm going to be praying about it. Maybe even tonight, right after I finish this podcast. This has been so on my heart the last two days. Um, But whatever you're feeling today, because this podcast might have felt a little heavy to you, just depending on where you're at in this, I want you to know that your kids wouldn't choose anyone but you. You know, I can discipline my son, and when I come home, I'm... and go away, and then when I come back, I'm still the one he wants. I'm still the one he wants to snuggle with and read books with. And I know he's little, and maybe things change as they're older, but they wouldn't choose anyone but you. Really, if they had the fullness of of perspective, if they if they feel your love, if they know that you love them, if they've known at any point that you love them, um, they wouldn't choose anyone but you. And God wouldn't choose anyone but you. And that's probably the more important part. <laughs> you are loved and you are moving in the right direction. Your family, your family is blessed because of you. And I'm so excited to see the kind of moms that you all become through the process. So Anyways, that is all for today. I'm going to be taking next week off as I'm traveling. Um, for me right now, it seems like the every other week method is working for podcasting. So I'm going to back off a bit as I try to finish up some projects at work. I have some really cool things planned for the new year. Uh, maybe maybe some new resources, some stuff that I'm working on. I'm really excited to get to dig into it over the next few months. And I'm hoping that just doing every other week with the podcast will give me a little bit more time uh, to move that forward because I think it's going to be a really good value to a lot of you. Um, But on that note, I'm going to see you back here in December. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And hey, speaking of Thanksgiving, if you still want in on the thankfulness challenge, I had it in my last episode. There is still time. Uh, You can send me a DM. I'd love to get it in your hands. Um, And just so you know, it's not Thanksgiving specific. I don't think I did anything Thanksgiving specific in it. So you can really do this challenge anytime you want. Anytime you want to set aside 30 days to establishing a habit of gratitude. It is never too late to start. 
So anyways, I love you guys. You can always come follow me and chat with me at abigail.condon. I love getting to connect with you and hearing how the podcast is impacting your life, hearing about your joys and your challenges as motherhood. Uh, in motherhood. It's really just my favorite thing in the world. So have a great Thanksgiving, everyone. And remember, you were made to be a mother and you are the best mom for your child. Talk to you later.